Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, there's been a lot of news coming out about the Toronto Raptors being in the bubble and we're, we're getting more stuff sort of flowing in, but along with this news and these articles and these pictures coming out about Raptors players practicing, all NBA players practicing, there's been a wave of Bleacher Report articles over the past couple weeks about potential trades that teams should run into and honestly they're pretty entertaining reads. They're, it's it's tough making hypothetical trades, and they're usually unrealistic, but we got a couple from the Toronto Raptors that are a bit wild, and I guess I'll throw the first one at you, Riker. The Bleacher Report this offseason wants us to trade Kyle Lowry to no other team than the LA Clippers to team up with Kawhi Leonard, and in return, in return, we're not getting Kawhi, we're getting sixth man of the year, Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly. Ivinka Zubac, I, I never pronounce that first name right, and Rodney Magruder. Magruder. Well, there's times Why that you wish that this, this was. There's times you <laughs> wish that this was a video podcast because there's things that I could mime that I that I couldn't possibly say on YouTube, or else we would get shut down. But Ben, listen, <laughs> to the Clippers is forbidden. It's forbode. It's forbade. Yep. And whatever the present ha- or the you know, the future tense of that is, no, we th- that's a hard veto. Even to suggest that is blasphemy, but well, yeah, I don't even know. I just got, I got hung up on the Clippers. Can you just really quickly say who was in the trade again? Lou Williams, Patrick Beverly, Zubach, and Rodney Magruder. Yeah, Why no, on, for or, Lowry? Like, yeah, for Lowry. For Kyle, yeah. for our, the Raptors' goat. Not yeah, even a no. pick. no. Even if there was a return for Lowry, you know, like mid-market guys, now you couldn't do that to him. You would need the only yeah. way you could trade the heart and soul of this Raptors team is if you got a guy back that's going to give you productivity into the future, right? Not a flashy Lou Williams who was already on the Toronto Raptors, one six man, albeit, but was very hot and cold. A Patrick Beverly that's not the leader of a team. He's a very vocal leader, but he's not the number one guy. He wouldn't be the number one two guy, right? He wouldn't be, you know, you you want that number one spot on the Raptors. Right, that that one and two position to be one of the main people on the team. That's I think that that's just how the Raptors function well, and the rest of the guy. No, it makes no sense to me, Ben. What are your two cents on it? Uh, before to keep on the Patrick Beverly point, who would you rather have at your point guard position? TD, TD at the one. Fred, like would would Patrick Beverly be a ahead of Terrence Davis or Fred VanVleet for the starting point guard position? Well, it's tough because he's not as productive from the offense of those guys. and the Raptors they they usually rely on their guards to be players to score right, when the shot clock goes down and so I don't think Patrick Beverly has ever been that guy and so mm-hmm. right you, you'd, you'd almost rather have Terrence Davis because at least he's taking those shots when the shot clock's down Patrick Beverly he's a he's a fourth man he's a fifth man right he mm-hmm. he's a defensive guy but the Raptors just as the way the team's constructed they need those guard positions to be high volume shooters, or at least confident enough to take them. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Beverly's only averaging eight points per game, being in starting minutes, and even though he's a hound defensively, it's you know, he's only shooting thirty seven percent from three, thirty eight percent on four attempts, and that's like the best piece we're getting back in this deal. An old Lou Williams, we let Lou Williams go in his prime after winning six man of the year because he couldn't play defense, and as you said, was hot and cold and was completely trash in the playoffs. 
Lou Williams I, I just doesn't really fit the Raptors' mantra of having guys that can shoot threes and play defense. Patrick Beverly, even though he's a pretty decent shooter, he'd be a guy that I wouldn't mind having on the Raptors, but to, to think that he would be the main piece in a Kyle Lowry trade is blasphemous. That's just absolutely absurdity. Uh, Rodney McGruder, I think he's a guy that's underrated, but again, he's a throwaway piece. He's a guy you sign like in the same vein we signed Rondé this summer. Like I wouldn't mind it p- bringing him in on the minimum, and but he's not a guy you trade for. You wouldn't trade anything of value for a Magruder. And then Zubac, Magic Johnson gave away Zubac last year, and I thought that was dumb. But he, he's not a guy that has value, has trade value, right? Yeah, it it well, doesn't. They're, it, they're just in there. They're just in there. But yeah. I think that this would work. It would work if our three was a shooter. And I know how high you are on OG, but he's just a complimentary piece. He's there's the, the offense never runs through him. We need like a, a shooter slash creator. You know, you need a Paul George at the three or, you know, any of those elite small forwards in order for you to have a, a point guard that's not a scorer and not a creator. Mm-hmm. And because we don't have that, a trade to to get Patrick Beverly at the one as a starter would never work. It'd never work. And you're not going to trade Kyle Lowry for two bench guards. That's just crazy. Yeah, it's I completely agree. Even though I'm the highest on the OG train, and I think he's a phenomenal shooter. He's shooting 38% on three 3.4 attempts per game, and I think it's continuously going up. He's shooting 5% better than last season. But, yeah, you can't bring in a guy like Patrick Beverly to be your starting point guard on a really good team if – there's no one around him that can get buckets, right? He's not a creator. He's not a... People just don't understand how good Kyle Lowry is, especially like the mainstream media that make these trades. They they don't understand how essential Kyle Lowry is to not just our energy, not just like how he's our engine, right? He keeps us going, keeps the pace strong and all that. But defensively, he's always talking. He's always moving, taking charges. On the offensive end, he's telling people where to go. He's making the right plays. It's not flashy like Kyrie Irving and throwing crazy and one mixtape passes, but you know he, he gets the job done and facilitating for guys. He throws those pitch ahead passes to Pascal Siakam that most point guards, ninety eight percent of point guards in the league can't do. And Patrick Beverly is isn't even above average in those aspects for an NBA player, obviously for a basketball player, but it's. If you're if and I guess before we get into the second trade Riker, if you're gonna trade for Kyle Lowry, you kinda brought it up earlier, or if you're gonna trade Kyle Lowry, I think it would have to be only in the sense of a DeMar for Kawhi Leonard trade. I wouldn't even trade him for mid level talent that has, you know, future promise, unless obviously Lowry demands a trade and wants to be on a different team. But the what he's done for this team and he's the GOAT Raptor. We we've established that. You don't just trade him for for not even good pieces, because I think we agree this trade is just objectively horrible, but if it's even pieces that are decent, right? I don't even think you do that. You only do that if you're getting maybe a Giannis back, a Kawhi back, a superstar in return. That would never happen, though, not on, with an age Kyle Lowry. At least DeMar had still age and Young, yeah, youth, on his yeah. side. Um, but That's the only to me, it, it seems like To me, it seems like, Ben, uh, these trades proposed... Are, are people that don't follow the Raptors very closely, and it's like a, it's like a backhanded compliment, but with a heavy backhand, you know? Because I think whoever <laughs> made it was like, all right, Kyle Lowry, he's a perennial All Star champion now. You know, I don't personally think he's that good, but look, you know, here's a trade where the Raptors are going to receive, 
you know, Lou Williams, uh, you know, a six man of the year, another a starter and Patrick Beverly, like a bunch of players. Like that's a good trade for the Toronto Raptors because they get a lot of players back. But like, really, it's an insult because we're like, you know, you're getting rid of everything that Kyle Lowry does to just make a, a void in the Raptors. You know, now you need to fill that with getting somebody better at the, the three spot. That's a score. So this is yeah. like a very clear trade where it's somebody who doesn't understand, like maybe on paper, if you don't know the Raptors, it looks like it's kind of even because the Raptors get a lot of guys back. But if you know, like what the Raptors actually get with the rest of their team, it's that's a garbage trade. Yeah, and the justification that they bring up for the Raptors is uh, both Marcus All and Serge Ibaka can leave in free agency. Fred can leave in free agency, and you know you want to have a guy like Zubac at center to fill that void, and a guy like well, Lou there Williams it is, there it is. No way of trust, right? Like, what is that? That's stupid. <laughs> like that's it's just complete absurdity. That's the first one. The second one, I think, is a is less insane less less crazy so I'll, I'll bring it up now you sent it to me a few days ago but the toronto raptors receive derrick rose Riker, a guy that's former mvp big name in the nba trading away to the detroit pistons matt thomas three-time champion patrick mccaw and a 2020 first round pick what are your thoughts on, on this this specific deal right here yeah well you know what i don't hate getting rid of those two guys I would like to see Matt Thomas maybe develop into a J.J. Redick-type player. Would love to see it. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to see Patrick McCaw be a five-time champion with the Toronto Raptors because we know this year is a lock. But yep. <laughs> but <laughs> to get rid of a <laughs> to get rid of a first-round pick, I think, is the one thing you can't do, especially if you're trading for De- Derrick Rose, right? And all that he may or may not be, I don't think you want to get rid of your futures as the Toronto Raptors if the argument is there that we don't know what the team will look like in two, three years. But what especially blows and makes this trade stupid is that they propose this because they think that Fred Van Vliet's going to walk in free agency and that Derrick Rose is going to be the backup guy or the you know the second ball handler with Kyle Lowry, which makes no sense. And we can hash that out, Ben, but before we do, what, what are your initial thoughts on the trade? Yeah, like, like Derrick Rose is nice. I'm a huge D-Rose fan. He's super exciting to watch, and you want to see this guy succeed. And he's, aver- he's doing really well this season as well, playing most of the games. He's now fulfilled that six-man role for the Pistons, but averaging 18 points per game, uh, 5.6 assists. He- he's a productive NBA player, even though he's out of the spotlight. He's not nearly close to his MVP years back in the day. But, like, the we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, the three-point shooting, him... You, the Raptors the Raptors are built off having players that hit threes and play defense. And the only way we're kind of voiding off of that is if we get a league MVP like Giannis. It, every player Masai has brought in to be a rotation piece has been able to do one of the both of those things, essentially, really, especially last year with the NBA championship. Rondé's really the only guy that can't shoot threes on our current rotation right now, and he's, he's even on the fringe end, but he does a lot of other things great, so... Derrick Rose, even though he's a really talented player, I don't think he really makes sense on this Toronto Raptors team. And you know, if you're if if we're letting Fred go, we're we're doing it because we want open space for Giannis or a player of that caliber, right? And mate, let's assume we're getting Giannis in that hypothetical, because I don't think we let Fred go if there's not high probability that happens, right? And let's just say Fred's gone and we have Giannis on that roster. Do you really want to have Derrick Rose in a starting lineup with that with that sort of squad? Especially no, where it's an older no, Lowry? Exactly. But that's the thing. It's another 
backhanded compliment, right? It's heavy mm-hmm. on the insult and a little bit on the compliment to say, all right, the Raptors could take a guy like Derrick Rose, have him as a complimentary piece with Kyle Lowry. But really, they're only saying it because they think, right, the Fred Van Vliet's contract or offer won't be matched by the Raptors. We'd lose him. And then we're losing, you know, a prolific three-point shooter and playmaker, albeit Rose is a good playmaker. But if you're getting rid of a guy that you could potentially max out, right, and that's what it looks like the plan is going to be to get back a $7 million guy to put alongside Giannis, and then you'd have Giannis, Pascal Siakam, and Derrick Rose, you know, you're getting to be, get to a point where you're a little oversaturated on uh, on guys that are going to attack the basket, you know? So that the trade doesn't, just as it stands, like as as the way it's proposed, makes no sense, right? Because that, that as a team, is it's not the best version that the Raptors could be, you know? If you're, if you're looking at not matching Fred's contract, you're not looking at bringing back Derrick Rose as the, as the mm-hmm. replacement, that's for sure. As much as yeah, Derrick Rose is decent. Yeah, Derrick Rose, and I think... He's not he's not a Patrick Beverly, right? If you look at it, you you look at Derrick Rose ahead of the hierarchy on the in the point guard position over a guy like Terrence Davis, right? So it's I think we both would you agree on that? Would you rather have Derrick Rose in there right now than than a Terrence Davis? Yeah, yeah. But you're not paying yes. Terrence Davis. Yeah, yeah. So even though Terrence Davis is a better shooter and maybe TD will improve and he's Apparently, he's another guy that's taken a lot of steps forward, so it'll be interesting to see how he plays in this sort of bubble atmosphere. But, yeah, it's still I think it still might be debatable, even though Derrick Rose is older and is still dealing with injuries. But I, I don't think it really makes sense. But And and that's just the Derrick Rose side. But losing Patrick McCaw and Matt Thomas, along with a first-round pick, right? We're giving up a lot of value, in my opinion, giving that away, right? Matt Thomas is a guy that's shown to have the most valuable NBA skill right now. He's one of he's probably our best shooter, pure shooter on the roster, right? To to just give that away for a younger guy, you know, that, that that's a tough thing to do. Patrick McCall for all his flaws, he's still a really good player within a within a system, right? He plays well on the offensive end. Nick Nurse has a lot of trust in him and Nick Nurse is one of the the probably the, people are saying he's the best coach in the NBA now, so I trust his faith in McCall. And the biggest thing I want to throw at you is the 2020 first round pick. Masai Ujiri, with second rounders, undrafted guys, finds gems, finds future all-stars. And obviously we had to trade a pick to get Kawhi Leonard this season, but it'd be nice to have a first round pick going into this year. I think Masai, the the potential value with his track record with first round picks and, and drafting, I think that's more valuable than an older Derrick Rose. Well, you're exactly right, because the best Derrick Rose could do or the best that the coaching staff could do with Derrick Rose is not realize some potential that he hasn't found yet. It's to bring him back to a level that he used to produce at, right, or, or close to it. Whereas Patrick McCaw, he he has potential that you could develop into. Matt Thomas, potential that you could bring him into. A, a first-round pick and the, the, the NBA's best developmental coaching staff if he goes through the G League or even just developing as a deep bench guy, right? Losing that opportunity to develop three key players, it's definitely not. It's definitely not as great a reward as it would be to bring in a one-off guy like Derrick Rose. And again, that's nothing against Derrick Rose. He's a de- he's a decent player. 
Yeah, I'd like to see Derrick Rose not on the Pistons and on a good team to see what he can do and provide value, but the Raptors' sort of play style doesn't really make sense for us to give up value to bring him in, in my opinion. And yeah, as you brought up, Matt Thomas, Patrick McCaw, a first-round pick that could potentially be a Pascal Siakam type of player, you know, that's that's tough to give up in a trade like this. But Riker, you know, we, we've had some crazy trades in the past, so we can't... We can't bring up even though we did predict the Marcus all a year before anybody was saying it was going to happen so that that was our our best trade assessment in in wild things but let us know what you guys think about these trades some potential trades you might look at during the summer you're the best for making this far check out the twitter the instagram all that cool stuff Riker, you have any last words i do ben because we can't finish a trade video without bringing up the anti-goat <laughs> this is my trade ben what do you think about it um pascal siakam for Terrence Ross and whatever it would take to balance it. <laughs> Bro, well, obviously you do that. I think we'd have to throw in Fred, Lowry, and Gasol. And then I just think take I'd rather back, become like... a cricket fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I You're not that. even lying. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Yikes. That's it. We'll That's end, it, ben. We'll end it on that note. <laughs> Cheers.